That's why. I have to click it twice. Let me see what I got going on here. I really hope that I don't run out of battery. I mean, memory. I've already run out up here. Now I need to save it for... All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. This is episode. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> I did, my arms. <laughs> it's so unnatural, but it's natural at the same time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L I Q U O R. Don't get it twisted. This is episode nine, and welcome back. I'm here for another chock-full episode of interesting facts, funny jokes, and erotic story time, at least. Those three things, and a bunch of other things, too. <sighs> okay, so last time, <laughs> my last podcast, and I'm, I'm going to keep looking over to make sure that I'm actually recording, but last time I didn't realize till about minute 11 that I hadn't pushed record on the microphone. So I was just using the audio recorded through my camera and it sounded like, like hell. <laughs> uh, and I know to not make that mistake again. Another mistake that I made was I had the microphone like sitting down on the table. So every time I would like tap the table, it was uh, not a good thing. So I've learned now not to make those same mistakes and hopefully... <laughs> It'll stick in my brain and I won't make those same mistakes. Um, a few other things. So I just got my nails done. I couldn't decide <laughs> what color to go with. So I got both. Uh, sometimes certain colors are not as brilliant and as good as they could be without a complimentary color. Do you know what I mean? So like this color on its own is great. You know, it's summery. But combined with this color, this is summer to me in fingernails and uh, I also today just got my toenails done in two different colors take a guess right now and write in the comments what you think I painted my toenails they're not blue or yellow they're two other colors I'll show you here in a second but write down what you think it is <laughs> ready I'm gonna show you 
So my battery, of course, died. Anyway, uh, ready? Here we go. Okay. Here is one color, and here is the other color. <laughs> Let me see if I can put them both up for you to see. <gasps> that was close. so ridiculous anyway so the four colors together are so super cute and i figured you only live once so why not do something funky with your nails i also have two different colors of drinks over here uh, i did not make my signature kitty elixir i hope none of you were upset about that here is one and here's the other this is a lime flavored beverage and this is an orange flavored beverage and uh, I think they're gorgeous. Uh, one thing too is going to bother me a little bit and I might notice, not know if this is like a, happening or not, but I have a couple of pimples that I'm covering right here and in certain lights, the concealer that I used is like a different color than my skin. So if I have a couple dark spots on my face, that's what's going on. Okay, so let's test these suckers out. So I actually, uh, okay, I'll just edit it. This is Gatorade. <laughs> um, it's Gatorade, orange Gatorade with uh, vodka and green Gatorade with some gin. 
To me, gin is like a green alcohol. It tastes kind of like pine needles. And if I could choose a color, I guess, you know, it's funny um, how you associate certain colors with like even different subjects in school. Like for me, math was green. Uh, Science was always kind of red. English. No, that was English. Um, Math, green, science. No, science was blue. No, social studies was blue. Anyway, <laughs> but that's how I could like remember my subjects like by color is grab the green binder because I knew it was math. Um, but gin would be green, not just because it comes in a Tanqueray bottle. <laughs> uh, I actually buy Bombay if I can, but and then um, vodka to me is like pink. That would be the color of vodka. Um, rum, I guess to me, brown. <laughs> spice drum uh anyway so let's give these a shot i did add some extra like like some little lime juice lemon juice and just to jazz things up a little bit and let's just give it a shot so let's try the vodka one first drinking out of a bird's butt It's like siphoning. <laughs> it was because this the tip of the straw was like lower than the maybe, maybe not. I think it might have just been dripping. Okay, not bad. Gatorade. It's actually calorie free Gatorade. That is lovely. So, the reason why I got Gatorade is because. Um, I saw something online. It was making like fancy cocktails and the person making the drinks had all colors of Gatorade. Cause you know, you can go to 7-Eleven and get green, blue, you name it. And by the way, my signature blue kitty elixir has no, no Gatorade in it at all. <laughs> I'm not cheating. Um, but they were layering different colors into the glasses by putting a slice of lemon in between each color so like you would pour red into the bottom put a slice of lemon and then pour blue slice of lemon then green on top and uh, if I have the photo I'll insert it here somewhere <laughs> uh, and it looked so appetizing and lovely and I thought oh interesting like it's a good way to kind of mix things up like you could make a pitcher of green with vodka and a pitcher of red with I mean if you like to mix alcohol some people don't but I'm all about the fancy summer cocktails. I talked about this last time about uh, like really liking different colored vodkas and or sorry, cocktails. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's just who I am. I'm a bit of a, it's more of a visual experience for me. I feel like I need to have my hair on this side because of my strange <laughs> different colored skin tones I have going on over here. Uh, like I said, you probably can't notice or don't notice, but that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> if I believe that you can't see it, then I'll, I'll feel much better about it. Um, so yeah, there's nothing really exciting that has happened to me uh, since I filmed my last podcast, besides just lots of work, lots of ordering. I got some brand new bikinis from a company called Bikini Dolls. So doll.com and Bikini Dolls is a totally different website. I actually didn't shop at Bikini Dolls because I actually thought that was doll.com. <laughs> and uh, so they sent me 
six different no they didn't i mean i bought them six different swimsuits and they look really nice they actually came in like business envelopes <laughs> it's the first time i've ever received bikinis individually in like envelopes uh, but it worked they arrived safely and uh, i appreciated the extra care and packaging so i'm excited about those uh, I have a ton of stuff coming in the mail every day. I either have a box on my porch or I have to pick something up at the post office. Um, it's kind of like Christmas every day. But, you know, if you buy yourself presents. <laughs> no, I do have some stuff that's sent to me for free sometimes. And in fact, sometimes I'll receive things and have no idea where they came from. Uh, and I mean, I investigate. So let me just say I did a mystery bikini haul recently on YouTube and um, I had no idea where the swimsuits came from. So that's what the title of the video was, Mystery Bikini Try-On Haul. And I was like, if anybody of you know where these came from, because there was no tags, like a lot of these cheaper Chinese companies, um, there's no tags on the garments. It's just a medium or like made in China. So yeah, so sometimes I get things and no idea where they came from. Uh, I'm a little hesitant to open some of my mail sometimes if I don't know where it's come from, but if I can feel that it's not like <laughs> a human head or like, uh, I don't know, uh, anthrax, <laughs> a small envelope. Um, <clears throat> so no, I'm not really that paranoid, but still, you just don't know. You got to be careful. So for those of you listening, my cocktails today are a bright orange and a bright green and they're in birdie shaped little cocktail glasses and there are there's an orange as a one garnish <laughs> and then a lemon as the other and they look quite lovely and refreshing and you know what I do wish though that I that they had these in like a larger version so that I could make like margarita mix apologies let me throw this in the garbage <laughs> turn the volume off is what I meant to say <clears throat> and um so that I can make margarita mix because I think layered margarita like different color margaritas the construction outside is wild right now you guys there's literally banging on the side of my house right here and we're there's dump trucks there's an excavator a skid steer a loader there's all sorts of wild shit happening here. I may or may not be building a swimming pool. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. But anyway, large one of these. If you know of one, please send me the link in the in the comments down below uh, because it would be real. I'd love them. And then uh, I do want to do. Hold on a second. Let me take a sip of this. Like drain the straw, blow it out. Uh, I do want to do a, a kind of a mixology segment in my videos as well. Uh, I can't share too much information, but I do have a specific liquor brand that wants to sponsor my podcast. Um, and I will be doing a mixology segment per podcast kind of for the ad and just to have fun with the ad because like I could read an ad and be, you know, like tell you this and this and this, but let's have fun with it. You know, let's let's mix a drink, let's make mistakes, let's spill shit, let's get drunk. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, so I um, I'm just gonna get straight into this, and I don't know why I'm telling you that. 
This is how things go. I just have to like prepare myself. What are your thoughts on these nails, by the way? So for those of you listening, I have an aqua, vivid aqua blue, kind of like a pastel neon. And on the other hand, I have a lemon. Actually, it's more of a, it's lighter than lemon. It is a bright yellow pastel. Now, together, they're a million bucks. But I find that together, this yellow kind of turns into, it looks more lime green with this blue color. I don't know. It's kind of like, it's a trick, you know? What do you think about this? Why did I do this? I feel like, you know how your hands have different personalities, (laughs) different identities? Because like my left hand compared to my right, my right hand is... This is, the, this is the hand to do things with, okay? My left hand, it's kind of slower. It's less dexterous. It's, it pisses me off. It's got an attitude. <laughs> Can't do the same things that my right hand can. And I figured, why not give them different identities? <laughs> uh, I actually did see this, not this, these exact colors, but I did see a YouTuber uh, with two different colors on each hand and they were complimentary. So it wasn't like there was red on one hand and like some weird random green on the other. Uh, it was, they worked together. You know what I mean? I just find that it works and it's quirky and it's weird. And that's just, sometimes you got to try shit, step out of the box, do something every day that scares you, like putting different colors in each hand and feet. <clears throat> okay, so I want to know what your guys' thoughts, your guys's, is that a word? I say that all the time, but I really don't know. What are your thoughts on, about astrology and people's astrological signs? Uh, I never really, okay, so there was a party that I went to one time. Actually, one of my neighbors was throwing a party and I went down and brought some wine and was like, hey, what's going on on here? And they're like, oh, it's a party. Okay, I just kind of invited myself. So I didn't know anybody there. Uh, And I think it's different here in the mountains than it is maybe in the States or if you're like living in a neighborhood where people just visit neighbors all the time. I live away from other people. So it was like a bit, it was a bit, it felt awkward. But it sounded like a good time. <laughs> so um, I went to this party, didn't really know many people. I did know a couple people, but and I was talking to this one girl and she was asking me, she guessed, she guessed my sign. Like after we'd been talking for half an hour or something around the fire, she guessed my sign perfectly. She said, you're a Sagittarius, aren't you? And uh, I said, yes, I am. In fact, she's like, I could tell. And I was like, of 12 signs, she guessed the right one, right? So okay, okay, I thought, well, you know, whatever, coincidence. But because I'd never really thought much about astrological signs, symbols, whatever, uh, and how, you know, how much it does affect people's personalities. And so it's kind of like reading the horoscope. I guess to me, I just tied the two in and growing up reading some weird horoscope in the back of some like Esquire magazine or something that my mom had on that. It's kind of hokey and weird. And so anyway, she caught my attention and then she started to describe things that I like and don't like. And so she kind of like, 
really described me. And the other person that I knew there, she was giving this person, like, asked a few, like, 12 questions and was able to determine their sign exactly again. And then I thought, is this, there's something to this. This can't be, like, this wasn't pre-planned. She didn't, like, call anybody in advance and be like, hey, when's their birthdays? She knew. And after the second time, I was like, holy shit, this is, this is wild. I got to know more about this. So I started to kind of pay more attention to people's signs. So apparently sometimes, I, I don't know anything about astrology, so this is not a segment I shouldn't even be talking about, but uh, apparently my most compatible, like your most compatible sign or mine, and correct me if I'm wrong, feel free, uh, is the opposite of your astrological sign on the chart. So if the chart is in a circle with 12 signs, the one that's directly across from you, you are really compatible with because opposites attract and maybe that's where that saying came from. But so my most compatible sign is Gemini. So for you Geminis out there, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> um, but I know a few Geminis and they're guys, but no, I have no attraction to them whatsoever. So it's not like every Gemini is like the one for me. Uh, but I, I think it's so interesting and I'd love to read books about it and find out and learn more. Um, the only problem is, is that I think that the issue I'd have is knowing certain traits about certain people or certain, certain signs, I should say, and avoiding certain people because they're, they have a tendency to be this way or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, would that... Would that happen? Would I be more standoffish with somebody? Like if I was to date somebody that was like the polar opposite of what my sign should be. So I think that it could be a little head game-ish, you know, rather than be completely open to everybody and not even have a clue about signs and how it affects people's personalities and how you'll mesh and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so anyway, I'm a gem, <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. Uh, I'm most attracted to Geminis or most compatible with Geminis. And um, yeah, and it's funny if I think about like my brother, my sister, my mom, my dad, if I read, it's not as simple as like, oh, you can attribute these different things about, you know, say uh, uh, Aquarius to everybody. Everybody has this, but it's not. It's actually quite specific and things that like uh, my sister's a Leo and uh, like her, we're so different, you know, we're of the same blood, but we're so different from each other. And uh, we were raised, you know, the same. And so you think that, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we're so different. But if I read the traits of a Leo, it's very much my sister or my brother, you know, very much him and uh, just super interesting. So for those of you that are um, astrology savvy, Maybe even send me some links because I don't even know how to search this stuff up, but I would like to even an audiobook or something because I don't read books. <laughs> uh, the thought of sitting down and reading is sounds lovely, but I just I don't. I just don't do it. I won't do it. Uh, I want to be that person that just sits down and reads a book, but I'm just not that person. Sorry. <laughs> I know I could learn a lot and do it, but uh, I'm more of like a visual learner anyway. So I think like watching a video on it. Maybe 
maybe a YouTube series where every episode is about a specific, a specific sign. Because like I said, I, it almost would be helpful to understand somebody's sign more, right? What kind of in the way of learning somebody's love languages, you know, learning somebody's signs and their tendencies and maybe what they fear or what they hide from or whatever, you know, it could really improve one's relationship with somebody. So I think that that would be kind of an interesting way to look at it, but, or it is an interesting way to look at it, but I think it's just knowledge. And whether it's hokey bullshit or not, I don't care. I think it's interesting. <laughs> Another thing is, is some people can watch a movie a hundred times. I, however, if I've, there's so many movies out there. Like I, if I've seen a movie before, it's really hard for me to sit down and watch it again. Unless it's some sort of classic, like a Christmas movie that you watch from the time you were a kid and you watch it every Christmas, right? That's different. That's like more nostalgia. But it's really difficult for me to recommend a movie to somebody and, and be like, oh yeah, like let's watch it together. I have done that before, like, but more with documentaries that are super like mind-blowing. But I don't watch movies more than once. I just, there's something about sitting through it again. And I don't know what it is about that. Like, I can listen to a song that I love 15 times in a row. Get into it, get tingles, you know, get, you know, I don't know, just suck it dry. <laughs> uh, hold on, my, my left foot's going numb. <laughs> I got to move a little. Um, I can't, like I said, listen to a song for, but then once I've listened to it too much, I can't listen to it again. So I don't know if it's like a movie thing where if it's, the movie is different for me because I've invested so much into it and I've watched it and really enjoyed it and figured everything out and whatever. And then I just can't watch it again. Uh, so yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Can you watch it? Cause I know people that can just freaking watch the same movie, the same series over and over and over. And I'm just like, that would drive me crazy. Uh, another thing I was going to say something. Um, oh yeah. Are you someone who can figure out the entire plot of the movie in like the first 10 minutes? <laughs> so, okay. I have a problem where I can call like the way it's, it's the way that certain things are filmed and the way that they, they hover on somebody's expression or a certain element or they, there's something that they make you pay attention to early on that will come into play later. Uh, I have a problem with not being able to keep that to myself. So if I'm watching a movie with my sister or anybody else and I notice that, hey, they hovered on like the little, the back of the boy's shoulder for too long. Like there was something silly like this that maybe not everybody would pick up on. And then I'm like, oh, I think it's because of this. And that means that, and I hate to say it, but a lot of times, not every time, but a lot of times I'm totally right. And I got to go like this. I told you. <laughs> Me, I figured it out. <laughs> and you did it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not really like that. But you know what I mean? It's how I feel on the inside where I'm like, I don't know if that means I should write scripts or like movies because I could kind of like, I don't know. 
I do think I could be good at it. And I'm not trying to sound conceited or like super smart and like, but I kind of am. <laughs> super strong, super smart, super ripped. Muscle ripped, not really high. Do you imagine if I started smoking weed on the podcast? I was just like, it's illegal here, guys. <laughs> Let's have some interesting conversations. Uh, that would be random. <clears throat> All right. Have you ever won something? And I want to know in the comments down below, if you've ever won anything, I don't mean like, you know, something really stupid. <laughs> Leave your stupid comments out of here. I mean, something fairly significant that you would say, oh, okay, if somebody asked you, have you ever won anything and you'd bring it up? Um, I know somebody who won a lot of money on the lottery, $12 million, in fact. So I've never won anything like that. I've, the most I've won on a scratch and win is like $50. And I did a backflip. I was like, $50, like I, I won, I won 50 bucks. <laughs> you know, cause the, the ticket was like $20. So I really won $30, okay? But uh, when you're a gambler, you don't count your costs in. You just tell them you won the money. And I have a friend that goes to Calgary all the time to gamble and they freaking show me wads of cash that they're winning and I'm like I know damn well that they spent double that to win that so it's like anyway uh, I I've won $50 on a scratch and win but I do have a little tip and for those of you that have children out there when I was younger my auntie figured out that if you enter a coloring contest so grocery stores often have these sometimes like a sand store or like you know will ho will host coloring contests around easter time maybe valentine's day i don't know about christmas like i don't really see but yeah christmas time so holidays right halloween and a lot of times the prize will be like a gift basket but sometimes like i grew up in the city so the, these were big grocery stores with big budgets and some of the prizes were like luggage, you know, great big baskets, a basketball hoop or something. I don't know. Um, so my aunt figured out a way that the kids would win every time. And I'm telling you, my cousins won luggage. They won gift baskets. They won freaking you name it every time <laughs> now if you have kids like this is something that every kid should do so when we were little we would like my aunt shared this information with my mom and dad and I would enter these coloring contests okay do you guys want to know the secret and if you have kids grandkids this is something that this is going to get you in every time a total win and it doesn't have anything to do with skill <laughs> so just listen up if you take instead of so say you have one kid and you take two coloring sheets all your kid has to do is take elements from that other coloring sheet so say it's an Easter coloring sheet 
and there's an egg and a bunny that's coming out of the top or a chick coming out of the top. Uh, cut the chick out of the one coloring sheet and make the other one three-dimensional by making like, you know when you make those accordions with paper? So make little accordions and make parts of the actual image pop out. This, and I don't care if you got one streak of color across there or you just spilled your coffee on the paper. <laughs> this will get you this prize. And I can't believe that I've disclosed this information to the world. But I'm telling you that this is something that works. Now, what I don't want you all to do as adults is, is submit coloring sheets to these coloring contests and pretend that it's from your child, little Timmy, when you don't have a child. Don't do that. <laughs> That's bad karma. And I don't encourage that at all. Uh, so don't do that. But I think that like I said, if you have kids, grandkids, you know a kid that's great and you know of a coloring contest, grab a few sheets for your neighbor kid. Like, they'll win it. Trust me. And I mean, <laughs> this of course is subjective, right? Because, and the thing is, it's really funny. I think that my cousins, when they were little, and, and we won prizes too, and I don't, I was a bit older actually when this whole thing came about. So I was like 12 or something. Um, my younger siblings were able to like enter coloring contests because I got a bit too old for that but uh, I uh, yeah anyway oh yeah my cousins it, it was kind of a, a joke because they kept winning at the same grocery store like you know they kept winning uh, and it's only a matter of time before other parents see this and then their kids do it too and whatever but you got a shot like a big shot if you do this so just you're welcome and if you <laughs> <laughs> if if this works for you or your kid or your grandchild or your niece or nephew or whatever email me I want to know and uh, I want I want part of the prize <laughs> no I'm just joking I don't uh, so by the way I'm sweating to death um, but I'm not sweating in my armpits luckily I'm that's actually a lie I didn't think I was but I am uh, I'm sweating my fake tan onto my white stool right now <laughs> it's not gonna look good uh in my last podcast i talked a little bit about uh complimentary upgrades in hotels and airplanes which i haven't achieved but uh then i had a message from someone it wasn't an email it was a message on the last podcast or a, a comment and they mentioned asking for discounts at restaurants uh, so they said, he, he, she said that, uh, essentially at the end of the night, uh, the waitress asks you, is there anything else I can get you? And then, and then you jokingly say like, oh, a 10% discount would be nice. Uh, apparently this person said that it has worked a few times for them. Uh, it's kind of weird to throw that out there. Like I admit it. And it's kind of weird to ask for a complimentary upgrade at a hotel too, but, um, why not? If, especially if you're a loyal customer right you've been there lots um 10 percent could be you know for the kind of dinners i have that's like a hundred dollars <laughs> uh no that's joke that's a joke i have spent a lot of money on dinners but that's when i take my entire family out and i'm like get whatever you want one of my favorite things to do is go to bath and then treat my family we have a lot of fun there and uh, there's a few restaurants we go to specifically that i just 
order whatever you want and then we have a ton of fun that's great um so yeah what's the harm in asking the worst thing that can happen is they say ha 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 and walk away or oh i wish i could you know you know that they can uh yeah why not give it a shot i'm gonna i'm gonna try it actually because there's a few restaurants that i go to religiously and uh now the dine-in is kind of like open up again in some places uh i wouldn't hesitate to ask all they can say is no they're not gonna like poison your drink or something or maybe they will i don't know i have to blow blow the liquid back out okay um i had a question uh through email what would my superpower be if i could choose so i've often joked about becoming a super like being a superhero and cat wonders kind of sounds like a superhero name to me and i do have a number of cat suits that I fantasize about being my superhero costume. Uh, but what would my superhero power be? Flying, I think, is an obvious one. I would much rather fly than be, like, invisible or something. Because um, imagine. But the thing is, is I'd have to be really strong, too, because I want to take my family with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys hop on the bus we're going to mexico Woo! and then we all go uh so yeah super strength and flight but even if i didn't have super strength i would choose flight that's that would be my super power and i think that that's probably a super boring answer <laughs> because i think that's everybody's answer uh yeah, because like things like invisibility and I don't even I don't really watch. I don't know the superpowers that actually that's not true. I do, but yeah, that sorry, that's all I got. <laughs> that's it. I'm starting to heat up a little bit from those drinks. It's it's happening and uh, better better pace myself here. I better degrease my face. Holy shit. Why do I freaking sweat so much? I swear to God. What have I done to my goddamn pimples? I feel like... Hot diggity damn... What have I done? I would like lighten them up or something. Okay, I'm already committed. You know what? I've already explained myself. I've already explained myself about my dark spots. And I'm only human, okay? And I'm not gonna go and try to fix it and wreck it and make it worse, put more makeup on my face. I have so much on right now. Oh my God, I'm already out of breath thinking about it. But it's just makeup, folks. That's all. Now, it's time for a segment that I like to call Cat Facts. 
I'm not singing it this time just because. Uh, so I didn't sing it this time because I'm kind of doing like a little intro moment with music. So that's that. take a selfie. god it's so bad i have to fix it i can't not fix it christ almighty it's so bad oh give me a second Does it look any different? <laughs> that is so annoying. So all I did was take more of my foundation. Those of you who don't wear makeup will not know what the hell I'm talking about. but And just dotted it on there because I'm thinking, well, my face is the same color already anyway. But I also got my toes done with a mask on for an hour and a half, uh, which probably removed some of my foundation, which means that my skin was lighter. So anyway, that's what happened. I hope fully fixed it. If not, and made it worse, then you're welcome. Those of you who are listening to this podcast are in luck. You don't have to see the freaking pimple shenanigans on my face. All right. Let's bust into some of these facts. So I did find a really interesting, credible website that has quite a bit of did I even finish powdering my face? Frick. Shenanigans. It's going to be a segment of my podcast where I fix my face at least once. And then, you know, there may be some of you that look forward to it. 
This is called a beauty blender. See this? This has some foundation on it, but it's clean. I clean it every day and I apply my makeup with it. So there's a fact for you right there. Um, all right, so I have a link to this website is called allocation.com. Uh, and I literally just chose the link rather, usually I screenshot the facts, but uh, this, I just kept reading through them. They were all super interesting. And I think that you'll appreciate some of these. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> uh, this, uh, I'm gonna start out with some sports facts. Uh, okay, let's let's give her. How's my hair? How was my face? <laughs> How are my nails? <laughs> Just the most insecure person ever on like on YouTube. Don't judge me. In 1963, me, I'm so ahead of myself. This is the problem. Like I realized why I have this issue reading, and it's because I'm looking at the word in front of the one that I'm actually reading. It's a problem. In 1963, Major League Baseball pitcher Gaylord Perry, Gaylord? <laughs> Gaylord Perry remarked, they'll put a man on the moon before I hit a home run. On July 20th, 1969, an hour after Neil Armstrong set foot on the surface of the moon, Perry hit his first and only home run while playing for the San Francisco Giants. If that is an irony, that is like, is that irony? <laughs> that's super, I think that's like incredible. <clears throat> uh, retired baseball, retired basketball sensation Michael Jordan makes more money from Nike each year than all the Nike factory workers in Malaysia combined. This is, I feel like I believe this. I, I don't know if they have slave labor going on for Nike, but I mean... I don't know. <clears throat> the average lifespan of a major league baseball, so the actual baseball, is seven pitches. So they, which I've never thought about it, like how often do they change out a, a baseball, right? Uh, interesting. So. Yeah, how, how many, then, how many baseballs do they use in a game? I guess it just depends. No, not necessarily. There's a certain number of pitches, right? Uh, anyway. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Dueling is legal in Paraguay as long as both parties are registered blood donors. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like dueling. Wait, so that's like is that like jousting or no, no, sorry, that's with swords, right? Dueling. Cool. I mean, not cool. All major league baseball umpires must wear black underwear while on the job in case of split pants. You cannot have women in the front row of the audience fainting because they saw somebody's butt crack, right? <laughs> It's obviously like a rule from 1950-something. <clears throat> Babe Ruth, the famous baseball player, wore a cabbage leaf under his cap to keep his head cool. He changed it every two innings. Did you know that? 
That's kind of an interesting fact. All right. <clears throat> there are 336 dimples on a regulation golf ball. And if there's 337, disqualified. <laughs> Okay, so this is kind of like interesting, but hard to put in hard to put into perspective. Um, now we're getting into some science facts. The moon is moving away from the Earth at a tiny, although measurable, rate every year. Eighty-five million years ago, it was orbiting the Earth about thirty-five feet from the planet's surface. Thirty-five feet. What is that? Three and a half stories? Isn't it one story ten feet? Uh, could you imagine? Can you imagine that? That's so weird. Like you could just jump up. No, you couldn't jump thirty-five feet. But you know what I mean? It's like right there. Like oh, here comes the moon again. <laughs> Everybody get down. <laughs> but I mean, eighty-five million years ago. Like I said, it's hard to put in perspective because it's so long ago. Like a hundred million years or sorry, 85 million years, 850 million years, like to me in my head is all the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't be like differentiate the difference like in, in my head, right? It's kind of like it's 85,000 light years away or it's 12 light years away. Like to me, I wouldn't be able to be like have a perspective of distance, you know, or time. So anyway, just thought I put that out there. Ew. Not you, it's just gonna wreck my tan. <clears throat> in Calama, a town in the Atacama Desert of Chile, it has never rained. How do they freaking know? How do they know? Ever? You can't say that, you don't know. <laughs> it might have 85 million years ago. Right? <laughs> this is kind of ewish. Ewish. Gross. Yucky. A 10 year old mattress weighs double what it did when it was new due to debris that it absorbs over time. That debris includes dust mites, their droppings and decaying bodies, <laughs> nice way to put it, mold, millions of dead skin cells, dandruff, animal and human hair, secretions, <laughs> excretions, secretions and excretions. I didn't know <laughs> that there were two of those words. Uh, I don't know what the difference is. Do you? <laughs> Lint, pollen, dust, soil, sand, and a lot of perspiration which the average person loses at a rate of a quart a day. Good night. <laughs> wow, okay. There you go. Excretions, secretions. Excretions. So that's like sweat, but it, wouldn't that be a secretion? I don't know. Uh, every 16 million gallons of oil, oh, every year, 16 million gallons of oil runs off pavement into, pavement into street, fuck, let me try that again. Every year, 16 million gallons of oil runs off pavement into streams, rivers, and eventually oceans in the United States. This is more oil than was spilled by the Exxon Valdez. 
so this is another one like it's 60 million gallons what the hell does that mean show me in a picture like compared to one gallon the size of that right it's hard to kind of think about perspective in space astronauts cannot cry because there's no gravity and tears can't flow i feel like i could cry upside down oh i guess it's gravity too but interesting let's read one more random one okay here uh, no that doesn't nobody cares about this i'll read it anyway february 1865 is the only month in record the only month in recorded history not to have a full moon in history what about 85 million years ago <laughs> sorry <clears throat> oh okay this is a good one nutmeg is extremely poisonous if injected intravenously i would feel like any freaking dry anything <laughs> like cinnamon is probably just as bad uh i could do research about why but i'm not going to you can do that yourself if you want but interesting fact you know next time grandma's baking an apple pie hey grandma never inject that into your veins because you will die <laughs> okay so uh what is a funny thing you believed when you were younger? Uh, there are so many answers to this. And in fact, so many answers that I can't actually think of anything specific. But something that you believed when you were little, I believed for a long time. And then you found out later it was not right. I said the word because with a P in front. Because. Because. And because it kind of sounds normal nobody picked up on it or taught me the right way so I literally I think it was like 12 years old <laughs> when I realized the right way to spell it because I think I've heard like I know people in their 60s and 70s that say a word it's not right it do, they pronounce it wrong and it's just the weird I just had like a random throat burp when I was talking there but I don't know if you heard that or not probably did <laughs> anyway I'm gonna leave it in there but you know what I mean? Like something that you just have never spelled it out, never read it in a book or something, or never seen it to know. Uh, so that was my experience. Uh, but one thing, and this is maybe off topic, but I pulled a prank on my sister when we were younger. And I think I was about fifth. No, I was about 14. So she would have been about 12. And uh, we either for Christmas, my parents bought us these recorders, like the little miniature tape recorders, you know, like with a mini tape you put in there. And uh, they, we had lots of fun with them and could record like clips and record things on the radio and whatever. And uh, I remember, sorry, one sec here. I don't know why that opens up. Still recording? Yes. <laughs> uh, I remember recording about 15 minutes of me going like this, making like mon monster sounds for 15 minutes straight. Because I realized that when you play that back in fast forward mode, it sounds inhuman. It sounds like a sound that nobody can make. It's like, it sounds like a little demon. So I. I recorded this, 
put it on fast forward mode, pushed play, and threw it under my sister's bed. And we were watching something on the TV. She had a TV in her room. We were watching it and she didn't hear it, didn't hear it. And I was like, God damn, she's not even hearing it. And then I was like, hey, what the hell is that sound? And she's like, what? I'm like, listen. And then she finally heard this like faint. <laughs> and she looked at me with eyes like, what the hell is that? And I was like, I don't know. And I am the worst at keeping a straight face. I cannot... If I had to be an actor in a comedy movie, I would ruin every scene. I'd be fired. I'd owe millions of dollars because, like, I'd ruin everything. <laughs> so I started to, like, kind of chuckle and be like, hey, I have no idea what this is. Like, this is insane. This is crazy. What is that? <laughs> she's not. She's not picking up on the fact that I'm kind of laughing. She's terrified. So I, of course, am the brave one. I'm going to go and check under the bed to see what it is. So meanwhile, she's on the bed, like hugging her knees into her chest, like scared shitless. I am like, what the, and I know because even though I recorded 15 minutes, I, I'm just making that time up. By the way, it might've been five minutes. It felt like 15 minutes. I knew that the tape was about to run out. So I really wanted to get as much like reaction as possible. So so I went and I peeked under the bed. I was like, what the hell? I was like, Stella, come here, come look at this. She's like, no, 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 no. I can't look. I can't look. And I'm like, Stella, you have to come on, come on, look, look. And then she was like, what is it? She, anyway, I think she finally got down and looked. And then I grabbed the recorder and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I got her so good. And I still remember it to this day. Like that was genius. It's so genius. It's almost like as genius as the coloring contest trick. Uh, so yeah. uh, if you happen to be at a garage sale and see one of these, like, oh, then you can really fool people. Imagine where you could do that. Like you could throw it anywhere and be like, what the hell is that sound? <laughs> okay. So one thing that I get a ton of comments about on every video is people's appreciation that I don't have any tattoos. Let me take a sip of this. Okay, I can just like pull the straw out now. I don't have to regurgitate <laughs> into the bird's ass. I do have to say though, the vodka one is better. Gin is good, but vodka is better. Okay. What was I talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, tattoos. So. I don't have any tattoos. After my opa passed away, I was going to get like a pocket watch tattoo. And then I thought he would roll over in his grave. And I mean, he was cremated, so there is no grave. But he would be so disappointed if I got a tattoo in his name or like in his memory. You know what I mean? So that's what stopped me from doing it. I don't have anything against tattoos. I think certain tattoos on guys, my brother is covered in tattoos. Uh, it doesn't bother me. Like I would never look at somebody. Actually, that's not true. I would never look at a guy and be like, oh my God, he has tattoos. Like I kind of like them. In fact, I quite like them. If they're, it depends on the body that they're on and it depends on the quality of the tattoo. Like there's a lot of factors that will change how I feel about tattoos. But, um, you know, and I've seen girls 
And it's really, if they have a pretty face and they have a good body and tattoos, then tattoos look good. You know, I just don't, I just don't see longevity there. I just don't see like 65 year old woman covered in tattoos, like granny who's making muffins with tattoos. It's just like, it's, it's a generational thing though. I think that that will change. Like these kids generation and the next one, it'll become more normal because so many people have tattoos. I just think that older generations, me, I'm 57. So <laughs> we're not used to that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like that is not something that we're used to. We weren't raised with that. So I think, like I said, norms will change. Perspectives will change over time. But um, I can't believe, though, how many people are like, I'm so glad you don't have tattoos, like not even a little miniature tattoo, like nothing. Right. But it's not because I'm, I'm I will never get a tattoo now. Like I think if I was 20, I'd be like, maybe one day. Uh, but now I'm that's not going to happen and it's almost more rare to not have a tattoo than it is to have them whereas back in the day it was kind of like an edgier thing like oh you know I got my tramp stamp like represents who I am <laughs> but um and I think there's a lot of people out there that just would rather have not ever gotten one in the first place and I don't ever want to be that kind of person like I even having two different colored hand nails on my hands that'll only last like another three days and I'll be sick of them <laughs> if I were to color my hair a certain color or whatever like I'll be sick of it within a week guaranteed like I want change right so if I had a tattoo I feel like it would be very difficult for me to adjust and accept the fact that it's going to be there forever and now, now yeah you can remove it whatever and have a scar there instead but um yeah I'm not anti-tattoo. I don't have any tattoos. I now will never get one. But if you're contemplating and you don't know if you should get one, you're like, well, it's going to be there. For then don't get one. If you like you got to be sure that's something you want and don't let people pressure you into getting tattoos either, because I've been there. I've been close where somebody's like, let's go get tattoos or, oh, it makes you sexy or like whatever. Don't do it for anybody else. And you know what? If you're commemorating somebody or something, fine. But just know that it's not necessarily something that they'd want for you. I don't know. Now it's time for Kitty Twisters. <laughs> I have to be here silent doing this because I'm going to insert some music. <laughs> all right let's see what we got going on here <laughs> okay so I'm gonna really embarrass myself here because I can do a pretty decent Mickey Mouse impression but let's see how this goes Mickey Mouse is in the middle of a near Mickey Mouse is in the middle of a nasty divorce from Minnie Mouse. Mickey spoke to the judge about the separation. I'm sorry, Mickey, but I can't legally separate you two on the grounds that Minnie is mentally insane, said the judge. Mickey replied, I didn't say she was insane. I said she was mentally... I didn't say she was mentally insane. I said that she's fucking goofy. 
I am so sorry. <laughs> My sexiness has dropped at least 11 points just from doing that. <laughs> um, anybody can do a Mickey Mouse. Have you even tried? You can, you can too. I feel like the, the voice actor that they got for him was just some random dude. <laughs> because we can all do it. We can all do it. Uh, just saying. <laughs> do you get it? Uh, a man saw a lady with big breasts. He asked, excuse me, can I bite your breasts for a thousand dollars? She agrees, so they go to a scheduled corner. She opens her blouse and the man puts his face in her breasts for 10 minutes. Eventually, the lady asks, aren't you going to bite them? He replies, no, it's too expensive. <laughs> Free motorboats, everyone. They say that during sex, you burn off as many calories as running eight miles. Who the hell runs eight miles in 30 seconds? <laughs> a man in a hotel lobby turns uh, to go to the front desk, but he accidentally runs into a woman beside him and his elbow bumps into her breast. They're both quite startled. The man turns to her and says, Ma'am, if your heart is as soft as your breast, I know you'll forgive me. She replies, If your penis is as hard as your elbow, I'm in room 436. <laughs> what kind of bees make milk instead of honey? Boobies. <laughs> Three words to ruin a man's ego. Is it in? Why does it take one million sperm to fertilize one egg? Because like all men, they won't stop to ask directions. Nah, that's stupid, that one. I don't find that very funny. <clears throat> what does the receptionist at the sperm clinic say when clients are leaving? Thanks for coming. <laughs> this is they're all dirty okay why is santa claus's sack so big he only comes once a year <laughs> ew <clears throat> why do women wear panties with flowers on them in loving memory of all the faces that have been buried there Two men visit a prostitute. The first man goes into the bedroom. He comes out 10 minutes later and says, heck, my wife was better than that. The second man goes in. He comes out 10 minutes later and says, you know, your wife is better. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Two men were talking. So how's your sex life? Oh, nothing special. I'm having social security sex. Social security sex? Yeah, you know, I get a little each month, but not enough to live on. <laughs> you know you're getting old when your wife says, Honey, let's run upstairs and make love. And you answer, I can't do both. <laughs> oh, sad. All right, that concludes Kitty Twisters. And I hope that you laughed out loud because I did when I read them for the first time. That's the second time. Okay, another question that I had was, what food do you avoid 
at all costs. Bugs. <laughs> I've tried a few, don't like them. Uh, that's not necessarily actually exactly true. I did try, like locusts, they came kind of crunchy like potato chips and they weren't super bad. So locusts, thumbs up for them, but any other bug, no. Uh, I can't say that I really avoid any certain type of food. There's there's some foods that I have not tried. I haven't tried durian. Um, that is a fruit apparently that smells a lot like dead bodies. So that is probably something that would be at the top of my list. But I don't really know because I haven't tried it. I might love it. Um, otherwise... Food that I'll avoid at all cost. You know, to be honest, I don't know. I can't really think of anything that I hate enough to put in that category. I don't like... I like everything. I'm sorry. That's a boring answer. I kind of like avoid at all costs. Like this, I, some people just are like that. They just are like, I hate this. I hate that. Maybe, you know, it's been a while since, okay. I've thought of something. Maltesers and I don't, oh, and goodies. So I think this is childhood trauma. <laughs> I think there's some sort of incident where I tried Maltesers. Can you guys hear that out there? Anyway, uh, when I was a kid and I hated them, and I know that when you're a kid, your taste buds are a lot more sensitive, so things taste different to you as a kid than they do as an adult. I know firsthand, because I tried a sip of my mom's wine when I was like six, and I almost puked, and now I drink it like water. <laughs> but um, I think, yeah, Maltesers are a no for me, but I haven't tried them in years. So I could change my mind in the same way that I have avoided putting ketchup on my scrambled eggs for years. Literally the last six months, I can't have scrambled eggs without ketchup anymore. So <laughs> never say never. I mean, I, so Maltesers and then goodies. I had them when I was a kid tasted like cigarette butts to me. I love black licorice, but there was something, it was like, maybe it was, a really stale bag or like a really stale bunch of goodies that I had. Same with the Maltesers. Can you hear that sound? They're drilling into the side of my house right now. So if you hear that, I apologize. Can't be worse than last week. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I don't think so. Like I just, uh, I like lots of things. Lots of things. I like everything, apparently. Um, yeah, so if you have something that you avoid, like the plague, like you do not, will not touch it, go near it, won't smell it, nothing, let me know down below. Uh, I think I'll save strange pets for next week. All right, everyone, the moment you've all been waiting for. I should be a radio voice. I just decided that. <laughs> but it's funny how certain radio voices like, 
103.1. Jazzy station. <laughs> you know, they're, it's so breathy instead of being like 103.1. It's like 103.1. You know what I mean? It's like they're ex exhaling three times as much air. Uh, but anyway, uh, okay. <laughs> the moment you've all been waiting for. Erotic story time. That sucked. <laughs> the moment you've all been waiting for. Erotic story time. With your host, Cat Wonders. All right. <laughs> Erotic story time. Now, where do we leave off? There were a lot of questions <laughs> after the last erotic story time. Oh, one sec. Yeah! No! He's in Cranbrook! I'm filming! Okay. Dad's in Cranbrook! Why? Okay, cool. Listen, Ryder, I'm filming, okay? Yeah. All right. Oh my God. Oh my God, I got 15 minutes. Okay, we gotta do this. So last time we left off, can you? I swear I just can't catch a break. Hi, honey. Last time we left off with some unanswered questions and uh, essentially you and I went to a cenote which is kind of a freshwater hole in Mexico somewhere and we had a really interesting time. You disappeared into a cave. I was mad at you, followed you. You discovered this insane treasure. We made love on the treasure. Sweet love. There were coins in places I can't even mention. Anyway, then we swam back and tried to find the hole that was letting light into this cave because we were going to rob it <laughs> and not tell the government. <laughs> and, uh, but it wasn't robbing. It's like treasure hunting. We found treasure. Uh, so then we went back in there or tried to, and it turns out the cave was missing, didn't exist. And we thought that it was because of all the bat shit in the water. Somebody suggested maybe it was in the air. Made us high, we had hallucinations, and that's that. We were, now we're back at our resort with our families and hanging out, having a great time. And uh, I decide this time that we're going to go on an adventure. I called the front desk and rented us a Lamborghini. <laughs> We're going to go to a village, um, a Mayan village, where the people still live the way they did a thousand years ago. Because I'm all about culture and I think that it would be a wonderful experience. So the Lamborghini arrives at around 11 a.m. and we hop in. I'm driving. <laughs> And we head to a nearby destination. I can't believe how loud this is getting. 
<laughs> anyway, we arrive at our destination and a Lamborghini was the worst choice possible because we have to turn down a dirt road. But you point out that there is a four by four mode button. You push it and the car rises up 10 inches. Suddenly we're four, four by fouring in our Lamborghini, blasting the best music you've ever heard and drinking champagne. Now I don't recommend drinking and driving, but it was just a half a glass. So we were, we were doing okay. <laughs> so we get to this Mayan village and uh, they are used to the odd tourist. So when you arrive there, there's a little table of souvenirs and things and we uh, get out of the car and start walking towards the tent where the food smell is coming from. <laughs> because we may have a Lamborghini, but we don't have lunch. So um, they hand us a couple bowls full of some liquid. And it's something straight out of Indiana Jones. They're actually not bowls, they're coconuts. And in there is some sort of concoction. Smells a little bit like yeast, <laughs> and but it has a bright red color to it. So it looks appetizing. So you and I look at each other and we cheers our half coconuts and we drink. It's probably one of the best things I ever tasted in my life. Almost like a really refreshing beer. It's kind of slightly carbonated and it's got this berry flavor to it. So good. So we both drink it and you, you agree with me <laughs> that it's really great. And uh, I never really anticipated what was going to happen next. And I don't think either, neither did you, but we're rolling with it, right? We're tourists. We're in their territory. We're going to do what they tell us to do. So we start walking towards another kind of hut tent and not tent, like a hut, like a grass kind of hut made of sticks and stuff, mud. And we get closer and inside this, this hut um, are women sitting there and stirring like a big vat of this bread stuff we just drank. And, uh, but they're spitting into bowls, spitting into these bowls and then pouring it into the vat. So pretty quickly we realized that we just drank these Mayan women's spit. Okay, by the way, I'm not trying to offend anybody here. This is just a story I'm making up off the top of my head right now. <laughs> so we realized, oh, we, just drank this. Okay. It tasted good. And you know what? If it came from some other person's mouth, how bad could it be? <laughs> They're living. So, so, uh, we're kind of feeling a little, our stomachs are going a little, it's pretty empty and we continue on this tour. So we keep walking and we get closer to the ocean. I can smell the ocean. I can hear it. And as we go farther to the, towards the ocean, um, there's another kind of hut, but it's open. There's only four posts and like a thatched roof. And in this hut are two massage tables. Uh, 
so we are excited, thinking, oh, damn, we're going to get freaking massages. This is the best tour we've ever been on. And I'm starting to feel a little strange, a little tipsy, but not in a normal kind of way. Kind of like if you were to eat a hundred milligram weed gummy. <laughs> so I thought to myself, I'm getting ripped. I don't know what that was. Have we been poisoned? Are we going to die? You start feeling it at the same time. We both look at each other. You say to me, you feel that? And I go, hell yeah, I do. And then I tell you, we just got to ride it out. <laughs> we can't disrespect. Oh, no. Don't you hate when your boob gets caught on things? Uh, so, battery died, sorry. Uh, we just got to ride it out. So we walk towards the massage tables, and there are two mine women there, topless mine women. And in fact, you know what? They are pretty hot. They have nice titties. And I'm a little jealous because they're bigger than mine, and they're perkier than mine. But guess what? <laughs> this is going to be the best best massage of either our lives <laughs> and I feel like um it's gonna be, I just feel I just know so <laughs> we both lay on the tables and they have sheets obviously they made out of some sort of leaves I don't know uh it's a pretty it's a pretty traditional village so we're laying there facing each other, and um, butt naked. Buck naked or butt naked? You decide. And so they start to kind of like take lemons, and then they squeeze them over our backs. We've got like lemon juice on our backs, and I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be great for the skin or whatever. And then they take salt, and then they put salt on our backs, and we're thinking, wow, like exfoliation, you know, interesting. Let's just go with it. At this point, we're feeling like we're flying pretty high. And, uh, but we get kind of laughy. We're feeling so good that we kind of just want to laugh for no reason. So then, right when you think that the hands are going to come out and start massaging you. No, 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 no. They bring out whipping sticks. <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what came over us. But when we saw them, we started laughing hysterically. Uh, 
and so did they. Well, it started out nicely, nice little love taps on our backs, and, but then slowly they got harder and they became more sticks. That's when the children came <laughs> with the snakes. <laughs> Apparently snakes are supposed to, according to their culture, relieve some of the pain. If you have a snake wrapped around your neck, the pain starts to go away. And I, feel, I, I call that asphyxiation. <laughs> less oxygen to your brain, less pain, right? So, so the beatings continued. We continued laughing and so did they. Uh, and finally it was over. But miraculously, it was almost like some sort of spiritual... It was a spiritual experience because you'd think that it would hurt and you'd be in pain and you'd hate it. The reality was that memory card. Uh, but the reality was that uh, we, it was actually quite enjoyable. And we didn't know why, we didn't know how. Uh, the purpose of the lemon and the salt was, I think, to increase the pain level of the whipping. So like every time you, cut, like they broke the skin, it would burn. But it was almost like a cleanse. I think that's what, what it was. And at the very end of the massage, <laughs> We, we had a chance to go run in perfectly white sand into the ocean and swim. And that's just what we did. We ran into the ocean and even with our blistering backs <laughs> and the salt water stinging it further, it totally brought us closer together. And, and I looked into your eyes and you looked into mine. And I thought to myself, What's a little more pain? Salt water in the cooch? Now let's do it. <laughs> so you and I made sweet, savage love in the ocean. Now, like I said, our pain tolerances were quite high, so chafing wasn't an issue. And it was the most therapeutic lovemaking session that we had ever had. And we decided that we had to come back <laughs> and do it again one day. But uh, we made our way back to our jacked up Lamborghini. We thanked the villagers as we walked through. We kind of floated through, to be honest. Uh, and we waved goodbye and headed back to the resort, bloodied and 
I don't know, bloodied and better people. So, of course, we got back and our family was so happy to see us. And we had a great evening that night and told stories and came off of our extreme high. Uh, more knowledgeable and better people. And that was the end of that day. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I kind of took us on a journey that I didn't know existed. It doesn't, but sometimes I get off on story tangents and uh, it gets kind of interesting real quick. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> all right, everybody, that concludes episode nine of Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I hope that you had lots of fun with me and enjoyed this podcast. Uh, let me know in the comments down below if you did. Um, of course, interaction is key here. So if you want to write me something or participate in some of the questions that I asked or let me know down in the comments below. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for spending this time with me. If you made it to the end, I really appreciate it. Please subscribe and like this video. I hope I earned both of those things today. And uh, yes, I am going to be back. Whether you see me in my next YouTube video, my next podcast, on Instagram or wherever I am. Uh, until then... Have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and uh, I'll see y'all later. Bye!